Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone. It's V, the Grill Economist, coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the morning with my main man, El Cuco himself, working the airwaves, making sure the broadcast is coming out crispy and clean. You know what I mean? Check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter, at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app. Noon to humanity. We're everywhere you want us to be, plus a bag of chips. And also check out our paid sponsors. MyCBDEdibles.com, MyCBDEdibles.com for all your CBD edible goodness. And CJ, I know there's some Black Friday deals early today. What's the what's the deal, man? Yep, 20% off. Uh, whether you want some edibles, uh, some vape, uh, go there. Make sure you spend 50 or more. That way you get free shipping, uh, you know, because it's, it's you know, I think like eight or nine bucks to ship it. So you might as well just buy one more item and that way it ships for free. Uh, so check it out. And then, like I said, we we still have some full spectrum stuff we're working on. And uh, regardless, once those release, we'll probably do those do those at a promo price as well. So take advantage. MyCBEdibles.com. Fantastic. <clears throat> see, lots of things going on. Did you perchance see the Tucker Carlson interview with uh, Kyle Rittenhouse? I did. I did. Yes. Yes. It was very, very interesting. A lot of, a lot of information, V. A lot of information, okay? And I, I didn't get a chance to see all of it. But there was a, a particular highlight, a particular clip of, of that Kyle Rittenhouse thing that I saw that really was an eye-opener to me, okay? Now, a few years ago, a character comes on the scene. A character by the name of Lynn Wood. Oh, yeah, Lynn Wood. A guy who has become uh, at the forefront of the entire election movement. A guy who has commandeered and been a front runner and was able to profit greatly from the whole election debacle of 2020. And before I go and tear Mr. Wood a new one, he'll probably sue me for defamation, the little bitch. But anyway. Play what Kyle has said. How long were you there? I was in jail for 87 days, and this goes as follows in with Lynn Wood, who 
Linwood was raising money on my behalf and he held me in jail for 87 days, disrespecting my wishes, put me on media interviews, which I should never have done, which he said, oh, you're going to go talk to the Washington Post, which was not a good idea. Along with John Pierce, they said I was safer in jail instead of at home with my family. And then after I'm billed. Your lawyer said that. My lawyer said that. John Pierce and Lynn Wood. 87 days is a long time to be in jail. It, it was it was very long. I lost a lot of weight in there. I, I, I since then gained it back. I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but 87 days of not being with my family for defending myself and being taken advantage to, being used for a cause by these by John Pearson, Lynn Wood, trying to solicit, not solicit, trying to raise money so they can take it for their own benefit, not trying to set me free. So you think they could have raised the money for bail faster, but they didn't? Um, I believe it, I believe uh, sometime in September, September 5th, I want to say, they had over a million dollars. Let's go, Brandon. Huh? I don't know. Was that a short version? Uh, I guess that was weird. Yeah, that was a minute. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Huh. Uh, so there you go. Don't worry about it, Siege. It's all good. Siege, your thoughts on that before I... Will... Yeah, Siege, hang on, let me pause it there. Um... Well, you know, I think he goes on and, and continues in the in the conversation saying about how much funds had been had been raised. And I think it was well, you know, right at that million dollar mark. Then he also shares, you know, how much his bond was and the process for for posting bond to to free him out of jail. I don't want to take his words out of out of context. I because I know that there's probably a significant amount of people who still support Lynn Wood and his efforts with the the um uh the the uh, the elections the rigging of the elections, all that information. Uh, but for for some reason, and what Kyle interpreted as is to keep him in jail longer, and I believe that they want to keep him in up to like November, just for the same, for the purpose saying that, hey, it would be safer for you to be in jail. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, you know, raising funds in, in his defense. So I... I guess, it, you know, from one perspective, v, you could look at it and say, well, did they do it just primarily to say that, look, Kyle's still in jail. We, we need to get him out. So keep donating, keep donating. And, and Lynn's a very loud voice. He's very, you know, he gets the crowd fired up and draws upon the emotional side of, of the intellect of people to drive them to do that. So I'm sure he was very powerful uh, uh, person to have in your corner as they were trying to raise funds for Kyle uh, V. Yeah, it, it, it could be. It could be. You know, because the whole thing is this, right? It, it, it's, I've been kind of sensitive. I've been kind of like, because um, the whole Trump thing, right? When the, when the wheels came off of the, the return of Donald Trump with JFK Jr. as his president, <laughs> as his vice president, excuse me, when that whole entire thing fell apart, there are still people that are riding this or beating this dead horse, so to speak, right? And some people, it seems to me, are, are taking it for a long con. 
And for me, my thing is this. Is this kid safer in jail? I, I, I don't know, man. I, I really can't say. He's a 17-year-old kid. Is he safer in jail? I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't know if I can call that. You know, because my whole thing is that it's he. Why not be safer at home? Well, okay. Well, Pantifa could dox him. This, that, and the other. But he could have. The order could have been: you could be at home. You could have a a, a police cruiser, right outside. You could have a, a police surrounding. This is not the first high-profile case where something is like this, where. You could literally put a, 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 a detail outside of his house, a police detail, and make sure that he's protected. Have him under house arrest, right, with a police detail. It would have been cheaper than keeping him in jail for a whole 87-some-odd days, right? A year at this point, over a year, right? It would have been cheaper. So, but here's the funny thing. He was released after after 87 days, right? And he had to go home anyway. Do you see what I'm saying? He had to go home anyway. He, he was free on bail, and he had to go home anyway. So I, I didn't get what was the point after the bail money was, was met that he couldn't have gone home. Yeah, I, it makes I, no sense I, to me. I, I have the re- the rest of it if you long. I lost a lot of weight in there. I, I, I since then gained it back. I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but eighty seven days of not being with my family for defending myself and being taken advantage to, being used for a cause by these by John Pearson, Lynn Wood, trying to solicit not solicit, trying to raise money so they can take it for their own benefit not trying to set me free so you think they could have raised the money for bail faster but they didn't um i believe it i believe sometime in september september 5th i want to say they had over a million dollars and bail was set and able to be posted in september so they could have had me sign the waiver for extradition and had me back in wisconsin and i could have been bailed out by mid-September, but they wanted to keep me in jail until November 20th. What was that like? It was it was scary in jail. Like you had to watch over yourself and not a lot of people liked me in jail until they, the funny thing is a lot of people didn't like me in jail, but they got to hear like my story and they got to understand me like, he's actually a really decent person. I'm not this person that the media painted him out to be. And it, it was scary, but I was able to make friends, I'd say, acquaintance in jail and, like, play spades, card games with them. Yeah, I think that's it in terms of his, his uh, there you go. regarding Lynn Wood and his, his other uh, former attorney. Now I hear that Lynn Wood is going up against uh, Michael Flynn. Like, what the hell is that all about? I'm not sure. I'm not aware of that. That's what I'm saying, man. You got, you got, you got so many dudes. Who can you – you know, the whole thing – with Linwood and all these other guys and the whole Trump election thing, it's such a dumpster fire. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, I've been so scorned and burned by that. It, it, it's like I'm looking at everybody connected to that as a suspect at this point, Siege. Well, I think I think that's what 
the Republican and Democratic parties are. They're they're basically a Ponzi scheme. I you know they they put these people up to raise ridiculous amount of money. I mean, look at the national campaigns, the amount of what they say it, it, it costs to run these these elections, you know, millions upon millions upon millions of dollars, you know, and they even start raising funds. The moment that they're elected, they start raising even more funds. You know, they're in office, so raising more money. And then what happens with that money? We never see the the, the flow where that money goes to the to the consultants, to the tech people that run behind the scenes. And and they do it just as another another wealth extraction yep. from the people. They're they're already doing it with written house again. I mean, nothing changes. I got an email this morning. I'll bring it on the screen. So this is an email that I received, you know, just this morning soliciting more funds for Kyle. And this and it's kind of it's weird how it, it comes from actually Wendy written uh, written house. So I'm not sure if they created yeah, this this email account or what they did. But this is the conservative review. And so are they? What what are what are they doing with Kyle? And is this is this approved? But this is this is the email that came in. Friend, on Friday, Kyle was acquitted and, and now is officially free. This was a victory for truth, the justice, and for the American and God given. You know, they use all these things, patriotism, God, and all these things to convince us to to raise money and donate now. Here's the button to to donate. And and we see this time and time again. And and you know, in, in part, like I said several shows ago, and that's why they want Trump on the forefront to raise to to be with the Republican Party because they can raise a lot more funds uh, because people are very naive and they will they will donate. Um, I've donated before because it just seems the right the right thing to do. But it's just it's just a, a big Ponzi scheme. Every bit of politics and and no person is different. Like I've said name, numerous times, everyone has their price. Linwood, Donald Trump, you name it, um, what they're willing to do when that dollar is is at the right price. Yeah, forget that. I have a price, too. What would I do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty cheap siege no kidding <laughs> oh my god unreal man you know the the whole thing is this when you when you're looking at it right and it, it, the more when you step back it's, and it's amazing to me when you start to look at this whole entire big picture if somebody were to come along and start prattling on about politics constitution bill of rights and you throw god into the mix and all of a sudden, everybody at the mention of God and Jesus, they begin to lay themselves prostrate. And um, they literally will feign, and they literally would just hand over their money, hand over their time, their talent, and their treasure to whatever cause. It's, it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. I, I feel that nothing gets done. And I, maybe I'm a little frustrated this morning, so I apologize. But the reason why I bring this up is that we're too busy having committee meetings. We're too busy, you know, talking about, oh, the Constitution this, the Constitution that. But you have to understand, folks, our enemies, okay, while we're being fleeced, just like the elites on the left are fleecing the left, okay? But there's one thing that the left does do that our side does not because we like to have committee meetings and we like to get up there and bloviate about God and country and this, that, and the other, and what's constitutional and, and oh, blah, blah, and so on and so forth, like Greta Thunberg. But see, here's what the left is doing. Pull up this article that I that I sent to you, brother. Excuse me. There you go. Okay? I, I want you to play that, man. Play that video if you have it. We're going to 
the audio's up all the way on my end, so for yeah, those yeah, tuning right. in, those Perfect. tuning in, yeah, crank it up if you need to, but that's up all the way. <clears throat> This is how your pass is getting erased. I heard it's going to be a George Floyd statue that's going to go there next. <laughs> More than likely. More than likely. Either that or it could be a Spike Lee. Or bust the rhymes. There you go. You get his pause. I mean, here's the thing, folks. We need to fight harder. We need to stop winning at, at, at committee meetings and showing up at school boards. We need to go all the way. A statue of Thomas Jefferson, folks, that has stood there for damn near 200 years in New York City Hall after a minority of mayoral appointees deemed it to be potentially offensive was removed. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. It's been there for 187 years, Siege. Go ahead. Yep. No. And, you know, when they started the initially, you know, taking down the, the, the statues and, and, you know, claiming that that particular person was racist and saying, hey, this flag needs to be banned, we, we knew that this would just continue on, right? It's like it's like a vicious cycle. It's, you know, it's it's no different V on the, the cultural, cultural side of it when we say, hey, we're going to accept you know, certain things that no, normally we wouldn't do. And what do they do? They keep they keep moving the goalposts. And, and perfect, perfect example of that is the college professor who was out there uh, basically trying to allow uh, pedophilia to be normalized. Of course. Where, where this professor... Don't say that word, CJ. They're not pedophiles. They're minor attracted people. <laughs> or so, minor attracted persons. Go ahead, CJ. No, no. So, so again, th- this is... What what we what happens is when you allow the society, the cultural aspect to change and 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 shift that much, it doesn't ever stop. It it it, it because it just it just gets even more. And then they have to say, well, we gotta we gotta accommodate that because you know we we did this and and that's where we land is is the the breakdown of of our society and 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 we're we're witnessing in the the cities right the cities where the massive looting is taking place where now they're organizing on Facebook to go raid nordstrom's and these things that's 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 where we arrived it's it's it v you're so right when you say it's it, the cultures that we is what we have lost yes kind of like the fun that's kind of like the fundamentals kind of like the the foundation of of what we're built upon and, and it has major cracks if the foundation is even still there v correct you know when you me and velas were sitting down having some absolutely scrumptious meals and victuals that was arrayed before us and we were discussing about you know, how to get the country back, right? We, we, we kind of did like the 30,000-foot view of uh, of various political groups, uh, maneuvers and actions that are done by individuals, this, that, and the other. And one of the points that I always circle back to is that it's all moot point, right? You can go ahead and try to get your 
your your politics across. But the point is, if you lose the culture, folks, then you lost everything. And here's what's dangerous about the left, because the left is not a culture. It is a it, it is a type of nihilistic religion wrapped in political dogma. The far left is their religion. It is their religion to destroy everything. It is their religion to create as much tolerance to the point that you exclude everybody. It is their religion to destroy the great works of civilization. It is their religion to bring your very existence and way of life to naught, to absolute zero, because they are nihilists. That is their religious fervor. People say, well, the the left are godless. No, 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 no. They do have a god. They do have a religion. It is called the state. And they indoctrinate their children and they indoctrinate their people with this ideology. The courthouses are their churches. The college campuses are their temples. The schools are their synagogues. School boards are the religious enclaves. And while we're we, our side is busy, because we're enterprising capitalists, our side is busy creating and producing because we believe in the beauty of the individual human spirit. Their side. Their side is busy networking. Their side is busy organizing. Their side is busy drawing up plans and designs. Oh, folks, let me let me let me tell you. The left does have a religion. It's God is the state, and you cannot fight. You cannot fight this ball worship. This this state worship. without having a spirituality of your own, without having a culture of your own. And unless America rediscovers its culture, it's dead. We're, too, we're basically coming on the scene four minutes after the person's heart has stopped with paddles from a defibrillator trying to jumpstart the heart. But the patient's been dead for a while. That is, in essence, what is happening. So with all of our efforts, folks, we need to fight harder. We need to organize better. We need to pray harder. We need to win back the culture, because if we do not win back the culture, we've lost it all. We need to understand that our it's not just, hey, man, the economy is great. That... that Somehow, over the last several years, I have seen conservative values reduced in the wake, in the onslaught of the far left. Conservative values reduced to simply the mere moniker of, hey, the economy's great. Hmm. You see, the left has a religion. They have a culture. Their culture is to put puberty blockers in your little boys and girls. The left has a culture. 
Their culture is called Drag Queen Story Hour. The left has a culture. It's called full-term abortion. The left has a culture. It's called picking up Thomas Jefferson's statue, putting it in a box, and taking it out of the public eye. The left has a culture. It is canceling anything that demonizes their ideology, that dares blaspheme their God. And their God is the state. The left has it. But we shy away. We don't even say our Christian values anymore in in this country. We don't even say that. First it was, we're a Christian country. We have Christian values. Then it became, oh, we're Judeo-Christian values. Whoa, 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 whoa. There was no Jews. I'm not anti-Semitic. I got plenty of Jewish friends, Israeli business partners. That's not what I'm trying to say here. But the point I'm trying to make is this. No, there were no Jews in the signing of the Constitution. It's our Christian values. The Constitution was framed and birthed from those values. You got to understand, folks, there's a reason why Benjamin Franklin says it's a republic if you can keep it. It is for, it is a government for the people, but a people that is of an upright, vigilant, and religious population. What are you going to, f- I mean, think about it. You're not going to fight the left and win if you're not going to rediscover your spirit. You're not going to fight and win against the status if you lose your culture, your divine birthright. Siege. Yeah, very, very well said, V. I mean, I think that's, and some people are starting to connect the dots finally. And the question is, is it too late? I, I thought about this the other day, but, you know, for for long for a long time, I was I was mad, I was angry at all these these fascists, uh, Fauci, uh, Biden, all these people who imposing all these mandates and and these lockdowns, and and I had to and I was thinking long and hard about this, and it may have been over tequila, maybe maybe not. <laughs> and, and long story short, it came to me like you know what, I've spent my time being disappointed and mad and angry at at, at the wrong people. V, I, I, I need to ten, turn my attention to all the people who, who have allowed this to happen. Mm. All the people who idly sit, stand by, and say absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Th- those are the people who we should be disappointed and angry about, the people who don't, who don't react, people who take no action. Why? I, I don't know. I don't have time to figure that out for them. But this is where it's led. This is, this is where we've arrived. What, 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 what are they waiting for? Are, are they waiting to, for for something personal to to attack them versus, you know, oh, no, I don't want to, I don't want to upset my friend and let them know what I what I truly believe, or I don't want to post or anything or or engage in the in the in the conversation because I'm worried what people are going to think. Well, essentially, you won't have to worry about what people think because that's going to be decided for you. You you won't have to worry about that anymore. You'll be you, everything's going to be decided upon you by based upon. All the the climate change, but based upon you know, you won't be able to decide what car you want to drive. You won't be able to decide what size of house or or, or where you live. That that is the direction these people are taking us. Be, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't see it. They don't. They don't. They don't understand why. Because they're 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 happy. They're they're in their their little comfort zone. And and as long as it, nothing disrupts that comfort zone, then it's then it's okay. I don't need to participate or get involved. Be absolutely. Is that what Klaus Schwab said when he's wearing his Luciferian pajamas? You will own nothing. 
and you will be happy. Folks, you need to fight harder. You need to pray harder. And I'm not trying to preach here, but God, man, I mean, America needs to rediscover the God of, of the universe. America needs to go back into its churches. You know, it's a funny thing. It was, I, I think it was uh, when we were having that uh, dinner conference, when we were, you and I and, and Vels were having the, the, the uh, dinner with, uh, you know, we were having that dinner over there. And he made a comment about, uh, I think it was Voltaire. I forgot who it was, but I forgot who the philosopher he mentioned. God, I wish Vels was in chat. But um, the French philosopher, who was an atheist, and he says uh, uh, something about along the lines, and I'm paraphrasing here, because the exact quote uh, escapes me. He says that I worry America will lose when America starts losing its churches. This is an atheist. Wow. I'm yeah, yeah. This is an atheist because he understands the value of spirituality. And we're talking about. You know, while we were eating that delicious Caribbean curry and and those uh, wonderfully cooked octopus with the tostones mm, on there it was amazing. Making me hungry again. <laughs> <laughs> and we're munching down on the scrumptious food. My mouth is watering just thinking about it, Siege. My God. We were talking about culture and spirituality and how it's so vital. And that quote by Vela's brought it home. From that French atheist philosopher, I don't know if it was Voltaire or Delacarte, I think it was. I'm not sure. I, it escapes me, but I'll find the right quote. If America's strong, but she begins to lose when she starts losing her churches. Now, we talk about red state and blue state. Why do you think red states are, quote, unquote, blessed? Why do you think that is? Why do you think the blue states, these, these liberal hippies, who for several decades have been destroying and wrecking their states, their, their, their counties, and their cities, have been making fun of the red states, calling you what? Bible thumpers. After the pandemic or during this entire pandemic, we see where business and economies are booming. Red states. We see where the tyranny and debauchery and the absolute breakdown of society is happening. Blue states. Folks, I kid you not, we do stand on the shoulders of giants. I kid you not, the blood that was shed in this country, on this soil, where men fought hard for real freedom, for real justice, the real American system. Go get Matthew Eric's book. He breaks it down perfectly. There's a birthright in that. It means something. There's a universal component to that. Rediscover that. We, we CJ, I tell you right now, we rediscover that. We will not be stopped. We rediscover that, my friend, and we become unstoppable. We rediscover that, and we begin to transform our nation. unreal yeah and it is it is unreal v i mean i mean i'm not sure if our our listeners or if you were able to to watch this v but here's here's where we where we arrived watch this this is this is crazy hang on a second all right here we go 
finally reached the tipping point with wretched wokeness? This outrageous story you're about to hear certainly makes a powerful case that we are. An assistant professor at Old Dominion University in Virginia attempting to normalize, yes, normalize pedophilia, advocating we destigmatize and rebrand these deeply sick members of society. I use the term minor attracted person or MAP uh, in the title and throughout the book for multiple reasons. Um, first of all, because I think it's important to use terminology for groups that members of that group want others to use for them. Um, and MAP advocacy groups like Before You Act um, have advocated for use of the term MAP. Um, they've advocated for it primarily because it's less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. Uh, a lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile, they automatically assume that it means a sex offender. Uh, and that isn't true, and it leads to a lot of misconceptions about attractions toward minors. How could a sex offender not be a pedophile? I just don't get that. The university, thank God, though, coming to its senses after that nonsense, placing that professor on leave, and the president of Old Dominion issuing this statement, I want to state in the strongest terms possible <laughs> that child sex abuse is morally wrong and has no place in our society. Phew, Katie. <laughs> Close call, it sounds like. It was amazing. Yeah, exactly. You have a little more. Do you want to? Oh, I have more? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to have a conversation. I you wanted to have a conversation. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the professor later saying, I want to be clear, child sexual abuse is an inexcusable crime. Okay, now we're ready. And now we're ready. <laughs> and we're back. So, and we're back. Yeah, whatever. They're minor attracted persons. Let's use maps. How about I use my foot up your ass? How about that? How about that? How about you go under some sort of a mental evaluation? Folks, there's a time. I liked society best. When all the basal carnalities, when all the hellish fantasies that a sick twisted individual can possess within their own selves was kept inside that own individual's mind and it never left the bedroom of that individual that individual dare not act on their own proclivities for fear of not only being shunned but for, but also for fear of an ass whooping I like that society best. I don't care what you do in the privacy of your own home, in the privacy of your own comfort, in your own bedroom. I don't care what you do. You want to shove uh, what objects up your rear end? Go for it. You're attracted to the same sex? Go for it. You want to pretend you're a dude? Go for it. You ain't no dude. You want to pretend you're a woman? You want to go lop off your genitalia? And I'm a woman now. No, you're not, you moron. Whatever surgery you get, don't make it so. Because your body begins to fight against that surgery as if it's healing a wound. I don't care what you do in the privacy of your home, so long as you're not hurting children. So long as you're not trying to shove it down everybody else's throat. I like that kind of society. That's called a constrained society. Civilization, folks, is not built on wanton disregard for morals and values. Civilization is not built on the unbridling
of the most basal carnal instincts and, and putting it out there on display for everybody to see. Civilization is not built on that. Civilization is built on restraint. And this is part of our culture. Restraint. At what point did we equate whoredom with virtue? Never occurred. It's never happened. And switching gears, continue to talk about the far leftist liberal hellholes. One of my favorite stores, CJ, one of my favorite, I call it the candy store for men. <laughs> I love, man, Mrs. is out shopping. She's doing her thing. I look at my, I look at the, my little kid. I'm like, hey, let's go hang out at Best Buy. Let's do it. <laughs> so we go out, we hang out at Best Buy, we play around with the video games, look at the TVs, mess around with the electronics. I love Best Buy. I know so many men who, when their wives are out shopping, they go hang out at Best Buy while their wives are out there trying to, you know, try on new outfits and this, that, and the other, you know? So Best Buy is one of my favorite stores. Give me a Best Buy. Give me a Barnes & Nobles. I could spend so much time there, especially Barnes & Nobles, right? But I love Best Buy as well. Now, Best Buy, CJ, is being affected by the 949 crew. That's right. Liberal socialist utopia, such as California. The, oh, by the way, Siege. By the way, I need to send you this link. <laughs> My God, before before I forget, All let right. me send you this. I'm going to email it to you. All right. And I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to send it to you. And uh, if I text it to you, are you able to pull it up on your phone? Yep, I'm connected. Okay, perfect. Okay. Um. I just put it into our group chat with Gus. I want you to pull this up. This is so vital before I go into this story. Let me know if you got it. All right. There we go. Let me bring it up here real quick. It's refreshing. It's refreshing. Now, hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Look at this. There it is. Now, the religious priests, the anointed ones of this religion called statism, okay? One of the members is Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi was... We, who could barely speak without, you know, trying, you know, without holding her dentures in her mouth. She struggles, right? Pelosi is all about global warming. Has recently purchased beachfront property. You know, I kind of noticed this siege. This is a trend that you, me, and Velas talk about. <laughs> Many far leftist climate alarmists are always buying beachfront property. Mm-hmm. They're using the edicts of greenness and the greening and a green new deal and a build back better and 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 we got to do things for climate change nonsense to push people off their land to sequester land for themselves and their own development for their own cronies and their own lobbyists in wanton disregard for the eminent doom 
of the planetary extinction that's going to occur according to their timetable in eight years. So the planet is about to get vaporized in eight years. And what did this piece of human excrement, this dingbat 80-year-old nut job who should be in a nursing home pumped with lithium to the point where she's absolutely incoherent, what did this woman do? Well, V, it appears she bought an 11,000 square foot, $25 million mansion in Florida. What? <laughs> How come she didn't buy it in California? <laughs> Probably would have been 50 million there. <laughs> well, maybe wow. it's because she, she doesn't. This is what I hate about you, far leftists. You don't eat where you crap. You far leftist, you how how dare you buy property in Florida? This is this bitch. Okay, this bitch. This see you next Tuesday. You know you put those letters together. See you next Tuesday. This one. Bad mouthing DeSantis, bad mouthing Florida, talking about masks. I always wear a mask, blah blah blah. Get vaccinated, get double jabbed, get triple jabbed. Go for a shot every week if you want to. This piece of shit. Buys beachfront beach property in Florida. You're talking mad crap about Florida. You're talking all this stuff about, and then you buy a house there. Just like Don Lamont. Do as I say, not as I do. Don Lamont with his boy toy caught in Florida. No mask. And here's Pelosi. I guess she didn't want to pay the exorbitant taxes in her home state that she's destroyed. Beachfront property. She's worried about climate change, CJ. 11,000 square foot home. How much energy or carbon footprint it's going to take for her to keep that house cool in the Florida summer? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's going to take a little bit of energy in that mansion. Just a little bit. I yearn and I pray for the day that leaders like her are dragged out by her foot. Put on trial. And then publicly executed. I yearn. I pray for that day. <sighs> What's Nancy escaping? Maybe Nancy's escaping the 949 crew. Liberal socialist utopia, like in California, where Nancy Pelosi's from, are a blessing for deadbeat klepto hobos from around the world, thanks to the state's lack of prosecution for, of shoplifting. But the same policies are becoming a major headache for nationwide retailers, such as Best Buy, which this morning reported that despite beating on the top and bottom line revenues, 11.9 billion versus expectations of 11.7, its margins missed, echoing some margin crunch theme that emerged recently with big box retailers such as Walmart. Gross margin fell 0.1% to 23.5. Best Buy said, missing the 23.6 average of analyst estimates compiled by Bloomberg, while the decline of the U.S. core 
operation was steeper. The company also reported a 10% drop in domestic online revenue as more shoppers returned to stores. But besides the usual margin-crushing suspects of frayed supply chains and deep discounts as a result of stepped-up promotional activity and a drag tied to its new Total Tech membership program, the company brought up the reason why Democrats are looking at far more losses in the coming months as a reason for the margin drop, organized theft. We're seeing more and more, particularly organized retail crime. Chief Executive Officer Corey Barry said on a conference call with analysts, you can see that pressure in our financials, and most importantly and frankly, you can see that pressure with our associates. It's traumatizing. Best Buy's unexpected struggle to shore up gross margin comes after the recent stock surge boosted Wall Street's expectations. That's why today's sharp return to reality sent Best Buy shares plunging as much as 17%. Hilariously, Best Buy had an advanced 38% this year through Monday, attaining record levels, so on and so forth. This Wasn't it just a, a last week in California, in San Francisco, we had the Nordstrom's rated by 80 people, right? You think, CJ, if this would be different where this guy is putting this, uh, uh, I don't know, electronic device in his pants about to walk out, that as he's walking out here, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Let the bodies hit the floor. It'd be completely different, wouldn't it? It would be. It would be different if 80 thugs pulling up in 25 to 30 different cars showed up to rob a Nordstrom's, all of a sudden they hear, blah, 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 and bodies hit the floor. And the, and, the, and the language from the leftists when it comes to this, the leftists who defend this shoplifting, where they're literally stealing things and flipping it on eBay, selling it on Craigslist and God knows what else, the excuse from the leftists is that, well, they got insurance. How about after we shoot one of these looters and they're laid bleeding on the floor or they're injured, let the person who shot them go over and say, hey, look, don't worry about it, man. You got insurance. <laughs> this is the lunacy. And this is what liberals do. If you know if people, if you're in Florida, get Nancy Pelosi's address and stand out outside of that house, make her life a living. What did, what did that idiot Mad Max, that freaking... James Brown and drag. What did that scumbag say, CJ, about a couple of years ago? About the the uh, crime? Yeah, Maxine Waters. She talked. What is she? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, yeah. We got to get in their face. We got to yeah. we got to find where they live and get yeah. in their face. If you see them out in public, get in their face. Yeah, exactly. Get in their face. Don't don't. They don't belong here. Confront them. Get in their faces. This is not a safe space for them. Well, we're not. We're, we're, it's time for us to return the favor. How about this? You know, many people on our side, we, you know, take the time of sending our kids to a football game, you know, extracurricular activities. We're so busy with extracurricular activities, right? How about a one weekend every week or one weekend every month or two weekends a month? You show up at Nancy Pelosi's house and you protest the shit out of her. How about she is confronted everywhere she goes? How about in Florida? 
Make sure when that bitch shows up in Florida, you make her life a living hell 24-7. If Antifa could show up in a neighborhood in Portland saying, hey, hey, ho-ho, white supremacy's got to go, no walls, no USA at all. If they can show up in a neighborhood screaming at the top of their lungs with blow horns and the whole nine yards, Cars, hair, you know, horns blaring, the whole thing, you're waking up people at 2 and 3 in the, in the morning. Why can't you do that? You get out there and you make that bitch's life a living hell. They are not welcome in our states. They are not welcome in any red state. If these liberal Democrats like Pelosi, Schumer, any one of them, Bill Gates, any one of them show up in any one of our states, you make their lives a living hell. Make sure they can't even go down the street to get a, a, a cup of coffee all day, every day. And if it's in a neighborhood, well, the neighbor's like, well, you're annoying us. You, you're keeping up. Isn't well, you, then you are going to be annoyed as well. You're going to be annoyed as well, Mr. Neighbor, because you're going to be so annoyed with Nancy Pelosi living next to you. You're going to do everything in your power to have this bitch removed. I'm tired of comfort zones. No more leftists. You make it You make it so the day would come that these purple-haired beaver bumpers, like what Gus would call them, will absolutely shake and quit. They, they're not going to be out there. Bloviating about how, you know, they're, they're bloviating about white privilege and, and intersectionality, and there's three million genders and all types of insanity. That's how you do it. We've been far too... You know the problem with us, folks? Our side is too damn productive. We're too busy paying bills. We're too busy raising families. The left don't reproduce. They don't have families. They don't have kids. They have pets. They have 50 cats and 20 dogs. These people are insane. They're sick. We're busy being productive. They're busy being destructive. So for several decades, we thought whatever the heck they were doing was funny. We thought, oh, that's cute. We laughed it off. It's not a laughing matter anymore because these psychopaths, for the first time, the normies are starting to realize that these psychopaths have infiltrated every area of your life. They're in your city town halls. They're in your... Uh, your 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 uh homeowners associations. They're in your school boards. They're they're infiltrated everywhere, and you need to make their lives a living hell. I'm not telling you to to resort to physical violence or anything, but I'm telling you to protest the hell out of them. Show up in their neighborhoods, blow horn their ears to death. They are not welcome. Stay in your liberal hellhole, Nancy. And CJ, how is this person who makes 180000 a year, how is this person affording a $25 million home? B, I'm not sure. I've, I've been told she has the best financial advisors. That she can she can pick the stocks like no one else, V. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep, and Hillary Clinton's the best too. She is a master at cattle's futures. 
You know, she's the best. I mean, the most riskiest trade, and she's she's the best there is at at, at what she does. Every Christian church in Florida that's within the twenty-five mile vicinity of Nancy Pelosi's house, you better show you better show up there. You better show up there. Uh-uh. You're not gonna talk this much junk about Florida, talk this much junk about vaccine mandates and wearing face masks, and we caught you, Nancy. In the height of the pandemic, when everything was shut down, we caught you walking your ass around in a salon getting your hair done. You all want two countries, you got it. I think our saving grace is that the far left doesn't reproduce. And their voting <laughs> and their voting class is so stupid that they will never be productive to do much of anything. Anywho's and that's all I gotta say. What do you gotta say, Sish? That that's it, V. Very very well said. You're on fire today, brother. You know, Jacob's Law made up a good point. Mega churches are infiltrated. I hate mega churches. They're so like nauseating. It's like Christianity light. Right? It's like it's 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 like uh the most un unaf- you ever you ever go to a mega church, CJ, and, and they start singing songs and stuff? You ever hear I, that? I have not, no. I just, I, I've been to like a mega something church. something about like, the scope I, of them, the size mm-hmm. of them, that I just like, no, that's not for me. No. You, you ever been to a mega church? Like, I've been to one where like in, you know, a few times like in Dallas, right? Like you know, when I was living in Texas for a little bit. Um, I remember walking to mega churches. And then you got the worship service. Oh, the way you look at me. Oh, yes. Your love is amazing. And I'm like, dude, they're singing an entire worship song. The name Jesus is not even mentioned once. <laughs> I'm like, who the hell are you singing to? The name, it's a worship song. Look, dude, I could copy and paste that, that song. And put it on any secular radio station, and people think it's a love song that you can ascribe to to uh, to somebody that you like. It's so generic. Oh, your love is amazing. You make me feel so great. Yeah. And people have their hands raised up, and they're all misty eyed. Like, who the hell are you singing to? Who the hell? This is what's become. Yo. That's the next thing that needs to go, is this fake religious BS. That's the next thing that needs to go, and we'll get we'll get there, we'll get there. We'll take care. We'll 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 cross that bridge when we get to it, folks. I believe that we're gonna cross that bridge when we get to it. Yep, I agree. Anyway, yeah, Hill song. CEO said it best. Hill. Oh my God, Yo, did you see? <laughs> did you see the uh, pastor? First of all, Hill song's got all sorts of sexual scandals. It's not even funny. It's disgusting. When you go to church, it is like a you go to an American mainstream church. I'm not talking about the local community church where you still got pastors and 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 and, and, and preachers who 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 are still hardcore, right? I'm talking about these pussified mega churches like Hillsong, where you go into any one of them, all you got is a bunch of cocked beta males. Soy boys and a bunch of women leading the pack. It is insane, and it's and it turns out to be just like in civil society, folks. When you got beta males and soy boys and social justice warriors and feminists, it creates the most unsafe environment for what? 
for women and for children. And now we're hearing all sorts of sexual abuse stuff coming out of all these churches. It ain't just the Catholic Church no more. Hill songs. Did you see Justin Bieber's pastor? No, I did not. Mm-mm. Google this. We'll go from here. Google uh, Justin Bieber's uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Justin Bieber's pastor. This guy. Watch this. Hit, hit the image. This is the pastor from Hillsong's New York. The one up top with his shirt off. Right next to the one. Yeah, that one. Click that. This is a pastor walking around with his dick root hanging out. <laughs> He's a pastor of Hillsong's. Look at this. Look at this little fuck boy. <laughs> wow. And guess what? He got caught. He got caught in all in, in, in various sexual trysts with several members of his church in New York. Uh-huh. There you go. Walk around with his dick root. <laughs> He's a pastor. Yo, I, I, <laughs> I had to hit this guy right in his gut, pick him up and slam him on the sidewalk and beat his teeth in a couple of times. And he's going to be, what are you doing to this, man? Why are you beating the shit out of me, man? Why are you doing this? And then you tell him, listen, bro, it's the laying on of hands ministry. I'm doing the laying on of hands ministry. I'm doing to you what your dad should have done to you. That's a pastor in America these days. That's a pastor in the West these days. Look at this. Take your vaccines, guys. Wow. And this is what people gather around. Oh, I love you. You're amazing. Oh, yeah. The hell are they singing to? Disgusting. You go on, you go to most of these mega churches, you got guys out there all tatted out. I got nothing against tattoos. But when you're having tattoos, this, that, and the other, and you're trying to, and you've gotten tattoos because you got in like last year because you came out of Bible college, you wanted to be hip and cool. So you got the frosted hair looking like Guy Fiore. And you got tattoos and piercings. Like, you know, I'm just here to tell you that God loves you. Now, you might be transitioning into uh, one of the 3,000 genders. And you might be a minor attracted person. Or maybe you're a birthing person. And you're thinking about coming over to being a non-birthing person. I just want to let you know that God loves you. And we're here for you, man. Yeah. When we went back to culture... We're putting all of you punks on notice. All you limp-wristed, milk-toast, spineless, estrogen-filled cucks. We are putting you on notice. That's all I got to say, Siege. Gorilla out.